Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Dennis sent me a note, tongue-in-cheek, and said, Steve, we're number one. We're number one. Referring to Wisconsin. ABC7 Chicago ran a story that Wisconsin is the drunkest state in America. Again. <laughs> Justin McDevitt wrote the story. Wisconsin is the drunkest state in America, according to research conducted by 24-7 Wall Street, utilizing data from the country health rankings. 25.2% of people in Wisconsin are adults drink heavily, which is 6% more than the national average. So this is, of course, based on survey results. Uh, 25.2% implies that one quarter of all adults in Wisconsin drink heavily. Uh, that's 6% more than the national average. 35% of fatal car accidents are alcohol-related. That's a daunting number. 9% higher than the national average. Coming in second is Iowa at 24.6%. South Dakota, Montana, and North Dakota round out the top five spots. And so uh, this is, again, based on survey data and what percentage of the adults in that state drink heavily. The effects of drinking are numerous, of course. Uh, Melinda Wenner-Moyer asks herself, Chardonnay, why do you fail me? The writer recently explored a new term called hangxiety, which describes the shame spiral one often experiences after a night of drinking, regardless of the number of drinks consumed. <laughs> I would assume, though, that there's a proportional relationship with the anxiety and the number of drinks. The more you have, the more regret you're likely to have generally speaking. People sometimes use the word to describe the emotional plunge they feel after drinking that doesn't quite constitute a proper hangover, she says. Hangovers, of course, aren't fun, but um, excessive drinking comes with additional side effects that are much more permanent. In 2020, 11,000 people died in alcohol-impaired driving deaths. That number represents a 14% increase According to data from NHTSA, while all these deaths are preventable, it's important to note that not all deaths result from someone exceeding the legal limit. 2,041 people were killed in alcohol-related crashes where a driver had a blood alcohol level of 0.01 to 0.07, which means they had some alcohol in their system, but not enough to make them impaired in most states. Some states have dropped it to 0.05, but the majority have the uh, level there at 0.07. So that would be under the legal limit of intoxication in most states. Heavy drinking might look glamorous on film and television, but it can have a serious long-term consequence. Excessive drinking puts you at risk for alcohol poisoning, hypertension, acute myocardial infarction, STDs, unintended pregnancy, fetal alcohol syndrome. So it sounds like uh, this article also has a bit of an um, agenda, and I'm willing to grant you that. Uh, but the numbers don't lie. There are economic side effects as well. It is estimated alcohol abuse costs $249 billion a year in lost productivity. Also, health care and criminal justice expenses. I can tell you right now, drunk driving is expensive. If you get busted for that, the cost, you know, what, what you're going to end up paying money-wise out of your pocket is going to be quite a lot. And I'm not talking about, you know, the time you spend going to jail maybe or lost work. I'm talking about simply all the fines and costs and attorney fees. And the bulk of it's the fines and costs, not the attorney fees. So don't go there. 
Given their more stringent laws and alcohol consumption, it should come as no surprise that Utah is the least drunk state in America, Utah, with only 11.9% of adults reporting excessive drinking. The percentage of fatal car accidents involving alcohol is 21.7% lower than the national average, but not the lowest among other car accidents across the country, where Mississippi is the number one there. So Oklahoma, Alabama, West Virginia, Mississippi, and Arkansas round out the states that are considered the least drunk. The least. Arkansas has adults who drink excessively at 15.9. Oklahoma, 14.5. So alcohol has left an indelible mark in culture, politics, and society. While its health effects can be numerous, a little moderation goes a long way. And maybe one day that will catch on in Wisconsin, America's drunkest state. And you always ask yourself, assuming that this is true, what is it that causes a state to consume more alcohol than another state or one country to consume more than another country? And I can tell you, and I don't have the numbers in front of me because they change yearly, but Finland, the country of my ancestors, is notorious for consumption of two things in large quantities. One is alcohol, two is coffee. Coffee. Now, (laughs) if you lived in Finland... You, you wouldn't wonder why they drink so much coffee, okay? Uh, it's a very, very cold land of ice and snow. And, um, you know, not all year round. The summers are rather pleasant. But the alcohol consumption, eh, you know, there's a possibly a bunch of reasons I can think of. But generally speaking, it's not geography. Otherwise, Sweden and Norway, which aren't that far away, would be very, very similar. And, and I'm not sure that they are. So there's often cultural things that go into it. And, you know, we are all aware of the fact that there are certain places where the alcohol consumption goes up or down. Uh, states with real harsh laws on people who overdrink, depending on the context, uh, that will help drive those numbers down. I think the presence of college towns probably drives that number up. Um, I know a lot of people, if you said, hey, let's, let's take a look at your life when you hit the age of, I don't know, 60, 60 years old. So you're born here, you're now here, you're 60 years old. If we were to graph how much alcohol you consumed over the years, okay, what years would those have peaked? And I know many people who would say without question, those years I was in college, that's when I did that a lot. Or the years immediately following college. And yeah, I mean, drive around a campus on game day, before the big game, or shortly after the big game. And you'll notice that a lot of people are consuming alcohol. Now, I'm not saying necessarily that a state that has more colleges will have more drinking, but I think that's one of the things that plays into it. But, you know, the question also is, what else is there to do someplace? And I think there probably is an element of, if you are in a really, really snowy place, (laughs) and the winter's give you rather short daylight hours that I think you're probably tempted to drink a little more in the evening because evening comes at about 3 o'clock and you realize as you're counting flowers on the wall that uh, it's going to stay dark for a while. (laughs) You might have a couple hours of sunlight tomorrow, but then it's going to get dark in the afternoon again. So I, I, that's my personal opinion. I don't know if anybody's ever studied that. That is the length of the day and the amount of snow outside your door 
and whether those two factor into how much alcohol is consumed. I, I, I believe it is. I believe it is. But that's just a theory. That's just a theory I have. So if somebody out there has got money to study that, go ahead and study that and send me the results. I'd be happy to do a show about it. But as of right now, according to research conducted by 24-7 Wall Street, and that's using data from the country health rankings, Wisconsin is the drunkest state in America. Again, and I, I'll, I'll grant you that they're talking about adults who drink heavily. And they don't say what their definition here is for drinking heavily. Is that two alcoholic drinks a week? Is that three a week? Or is that so many per day? Or is that so many gallons a month? I, I, I don't know. I've, I've seen those figures before extrapolated out where they say, you know, the average American drinks this many gallons of coffee a year or something. But they claim here that 25.2% of the Wisconsin adults drink heavily, which apparently is what they're looking for. And that puts them at the top of the pile. And apparently they've been on the top of that pile before. So there's something going on in Wisconsin, <laughs> which leads to heavy drinking. But I know a lot of people in Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. And in fact, I spend a lot of time in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And I often tell people that it wasn't until later in life I realized that by driving around through Chicago and up through Wisconsin, you get a beautiful drive that way also. It's very, very beautiful, Wisconsin is. And uh, so I love Wisconsin. It's just that you guys made the news for this. So there you go. Dennis, thanks for sending it. ABC7 Chicago ran it. Justin McDevitt wrote it. Uh, Wisconsin, the drunkest state in America. Again. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Life's too mysterious to take too serious.